When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we're probably what? coming in real hot without a, without a theme song because someone keeps forgetting to put our theme song on at the beginning of our episode. We worked really hard recording in the music studio because we all three wrote the song and put a it lot together. of care and attention went into it. Thank you very much. Uh-huh. KSR trying to play your girls, Nick. <sighs> you. Your dad. It's 2022 and we do not have to stand for this. Uh-uh. We Welcome into the A Block, everybody. Whether this week they did put the theme music on or we came in hot, hot, hot into your sweet little eardrums. Um, Haley, Claire, and Jacqueline, and we are chillaxing. Uh, it is we've started relaxing relaxing recording relaxing and recording yeah on tuesday now mm-hmm. earlier in the week so mm-hmm. we are all just like getting in the group. it honestly comes at me fast like i, I turn around and i'm like what okay here we go again this is um, i arrived late today so obviously this this time today just came at me real quick <laughs> i took a almost two hour nap and woke up at 6 40 which we start recording at seven woke up at 6 40 like, <gasps> like you know that thing when you take when you work an odd shift and so like literally when you nap your body is so like oh thank god it's like you're waking up from feels like hibernation I imagine it's what bears feel like after they wake up from hibernation I do wonder what that you're just like, like Oh God. It's like, you don't know where you are. And I've been dreaming and I think it was kind of a stressful dream. So I woke up a feeling like, Oh God, I've only got a few minutes on the podcast and then feeling just like high key panicked because of whatever I was dreaming, which of course I have no memory of now. So, you know, and it is, was it one of those dreams too, where you're like, what time zone am I in? What day is it? Yes. Who is yeah, now? That's the worst. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where am I? Where am I? Who am I? What am I doing? Yeah. It's very disorienting. It is. So it's okay. I want to show y'all real quick because I made a very remember the chuggy discussion months ago when people coined the term chuggy and it yes. was basically yeah. like basic bitches on on level 10. Yeah. Welcome to the basic bitch life. I made an impulse by the other day because I've been seeing people talk about these for months and I was finally like, Oh, I'm not thinking <laughs> really influenced the family. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I haven't seen, I, I'm not on that TikTok, I get, or I don't know. I haven't been seeing that. So the, it's the Stanley water tumbler and it's brand is Stanley. And I laugh every time I think to myself, the Stanley cup because of the, oh yeah. but okay. So it's these viral 
thermoses basically. And the thing that I think has made them go so viral is they're 40 ounces. You drink a ton of water, but the bottom is slim. So it fits in your cup holder. Yeah. Yeah. But that's been like a big gripe. Cause I have another huge 40 ounce tumbler that I like, and I think Jacqueline is the same one and I love it, but it doesn't fit in your cup holder. And it's so frustrating. And it just rolls around in your passenger seat or yeah, on so the I mean, floorboard. I've got to yeah. hold it between my legs and I'm always afraid if I hit my brakes too hard, it's going to go into the floorboard. It's a whole thing. So well, I finally I bought it because they restocked. Like this thing is so popular on TikTok and on social media in general, but especially on TikTok. Yeah, it's a very sold out all the time. It's very influenced. Like people even make jokes about it now on TikTok. Yeah. Like, I, like I'm not easily influenced yet. Here I sit with my Stanley cup. Like, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. And yeah, it hasn't come up for me at all. So really? I, no, not once. I have not seen this anywhere. I mean, I've heard of Stanley. Like I've seen the brand. I know the, know their product. I'm, like Stanley, like I feel like Stanley is having a moment because used to be the only person I knew that used Stanley products or whenever I used to think of them was in relation to my grandfather who loved hunting and camping. Yeah, they're camping, like their thermoses. Old, the yeah. old school thermos, the green ones, the iconic yeah. green thermoses that dads would drink like their I got an ex-boyfriend yeah. that one time. Oh, okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. But anyway, I made the plunge. It's it's about the price of a Yeti. It's expensive. More yeah, than it's like- you know what I would say though I think it's a little expensive but for it being 40 ounces and it's it 40 bucks practical it's it practical and it's mm-hmm. not outrageously and it says that it works it supposedly works very well yeah it's one of those stainless steel ones that keeps your drink hot hot keeps it cold which yeah these I, I don't like to use any kind of because I have Yeti brand I have some off brands and then now I have this I don't like ha- who else in this group has burned their mouth on a hot beverage in a Yeti or a stainless steel tumbler of any kind? Cause you forget how well it works. I so you- Have you not? Not okay. I don't know that I have. I, mm. I certainly burned my mouth many a time, but I'm not sure in that way. Cause I, just, I honestly don't use my Yeti stuff for hot stuff ever. Right. I, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I yeah. don't anymore because it it's works so well. I yeah. always burn my mouth. So for me, yeah, the draw is cold because I love filling it up with ice in the morning and then I can just refill it throughout the day and it stays chilly cold. Yeah. I gotta say, I, you know me, I'm always drinking ice, like water, iced coffee. So I don't really use, like every once in a while I'll use them for a hot drink but I don't know I'm sure I burned myself before but nothing's really sticks out I am a like I burn my mouth I, I feel like once a day but <laughs> yeah maybe I maybe that's in one way I've actually been trying to protect myself is not putting it in those super thermal cups I've true I know it started like um I don't know, a year or two ago when I was still working sunrise shift, I now drive with a full-blown just coffee mug, just really whisking it. And and so that's what I, that's what I use now. I just use my coffee mug. (laughs) I do too. And I don't know why I started doing that. It's dangerous. Always be a thermos person. Why? I don't know. Why? And like, Jack, like, like, you've done that too sometimes. I want to say one day you like jokingly tweeted about it. I think I saw it because I'm a big fan of yours on Twitter. I don't know if you know this. Um, it sounded weird to me. Like, even though we're friends and we talk all the time, I'm going to say that I saw you say it on Twitter and that's the only way I know about it. Um, no, I want to say too, but there is something chaotic about it, but there's something like, it's just easier. I'm used to the way the coffee cools down in a mug. Yeah. I think it started and with me where like all of my travel mugs were 
dirty. And I was like, well, I'm definitely not going to wash one by hand. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <crazy. crazy. laughs> um, so that then it just what? like went into mug mode and never turned back. I, I don't know. Sometimes I, I enjoy being a little chaotic when it's unnecessary. Mm-hmm. So I just got to do it, you know? Well, for me, like drinking coffee is, I love holding a mug in the morning. It's like the ritual of it, holding a nice coffee mug with your other hand on the side of it and just enjoying it. So it's like, I don't want to lose that experience if I'm having to drink coffee on the go. So maybe that's part of it too. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That too. Um, wow. All right. We just did a tight 10 on mugs. The Titan guys, let us know what is your favorite. What is your favorite insulated beverage? Are you the stainless steel group? Is there another one you like that I, you can influence me to buy? Because I'll I'll buy it. I don't think I won't. No. Oh, so my um. So speaking of like little cut cut things, my um my future sister in law, my brother's fiance. Um, I'm in her wedding and she like sent me like a little box, you know, where they're like, "Will you be my bridesmaid?" And oh, this. Yeah. It was a little like white Yeti. Wait, where's my camera? Oh, it's like a, one of those white Yeti wine glasses and it has my name on it. But it's oh, really so well. I have a fresca in here this evening. So. Very nice. <laughs> Love a fresca. Yeah. I haven't had one of those in a, I got big on them earlier this summer and hadn't had one again until the other day at my friend Tanya's house. And I was like, <gasps> so good. Yeah. Yeah, I had, I went to Meyer today when I was at the office on my lunch break and I was like, I really need like, I don't know, I was out of my sparkling water and I was like, I need a fix. <laughs> <laughs> There's something, there are even studies on carbonation addiction because I think we're all there. Like those of the, and I blame the sparkling water market, but it, I think it's a real thing. I know you guys would relate because... I was like, I haven't had bubbles down my throat and <laughs> it's been too okay. long. <laughs> that sentence just caught me so off guard. Yeah. I'm not sure. We, might need, we need an explicit warning now on this episode. Yeah. An explicit warning. Nick, while you put the intro music on this, make sure you put an explicit warning off the top. <laughs> Did you guys see, and I haven't seen it yet, and I don't even know if it's in theaters yet, but maybe it's not. The Marilyn Monroe biopic with Ana de Armas. Did you see it got an NC-17 rating? Yeah. It's going to be on Netflix. Oh, is it? What? NC-17 is worse than R. Jacqueline just whispered, what does that mean? NC-17 is the rating worse than R. Yeah. It's above R before X. So what is that? What qualifies an NC-17 I don't know. I don't know because I'm like, our movies are pretty, pretty cray these days. Right. Like Like we, we, a lot happens in those rated R movies. Yeah. I'm like, Um, I don't know. I haven't, uh, I'm like, if Quentin Tarantino can get movies in theaters with ours, I'm like, it's probably nudity because we're a prude culture and like, we'll, we'll let people blow their brains out in a PG 13 movie. But like a woman shows nip and we're like NC 17. Yeah. They're like, the children can't take it. <laughs> we're no. like, oh, okay. Probably, but I don't know. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I know. I'm interested because I love Ana de Armas. Like, I just think she's so cute. I fell in love with her. The first film I saw that she did the uh, Amazon Prime Knives Out movie that came out a couple of years ago it was the first mm-hmm. thing I'd seen her in. And I was like, who is this little angel? I know she's great in that. And she really does look so much like Marilyn with the blonde hair. Like when they mm-hmm. do her up, it's like, okay, she looks like Marilyn Monroe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. Huh. This little Cuban gal. 
Yes, this little Cuban gal is playing Marilyn Monroe. Okay, but um, yeah, I don't know when that's coming out. Do y'all uh, want to hear something psychotic? I think it's out this week. Yes. Oh, is it out this week? Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, like sex. most girls at some point in their life, I did go through a, a, a very short phase, but like when I was probably like 20, um, I was really <laughs> obsessed with Marilyn, Marilyn Monroe. Mm. I had like the po- Andy Warhol pop art in my dorm room. Oh, and, yes. um, yeah, I like my hair was still really like white blonde at that point in my life. Like, Oh and, yes. And so I like, at times I felt like maybe I look a little bit like Marilyn and there was one time I was at a party and someone asked me my name and I told them call me Marilyn (laughs) stop it I if I'd been standing there with you I'd have been just giving them a head nod like freaking do Mm -hmm. it call her that that's her name you heard her said it well now what's even what's even more fun is that person didn't end up becoming my boyfriend. And so I did have to come clean about it. Marilyn's definitely not my name. Oh, <laughs> I am Claire. I, <laughs> I wish the rest of that story though had been like, no, but he became my boyfriend. So for two years, I lived a secret life as Marilyn. I was Marilyn Monroe of all, of all people. <laughs> Call me Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> of all the names. Um, yeah. I'm really glad I, I, I outgrew that. <laughs> one of my favorite things to do is come up with a fake name I love that like if you yes. meet someone at a random bar that's annoying you and you're in a city like for all of us since we used to work in media we couldn't do it here but or you know but <laughs> being a random city I think the name I would often throw out is Christina I don't know why Christina. I feel like but Samantha I to, like fake name if someone's like hey what's your name I'd be like I'm Christina hi yeah <laughs> I don't remember like what names I would randomly throw out but my friends and I if we were to like mess with each other we, like whenever we would meet you know like if guys would like come up to the group or like whatever we would be like oh yeah like they would introduce themselves my friends and then the other person would have to say oh yeah she's uh oh she's a taxidermist and then like and then the friend would have to like talk about it <laughs> oh yeah mm-hmm. the classic like, I mean we're all doctors exactly oh, wow played that to the ultimate limit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah guys on my bachelorette <laughs> trip which we talked a little bit about last week and Jacqueline and I hyping Claire up to kiss a boy um another facet was yeah we got into a very sketchy uber that we were all feeling very insecure about but we all got in there was nine of us and we thought ah we can take him uh, we're fine. And we live to tell the tale. Don't be like us. Don't. Kyle. Start? And we all told him we were all doctors. He asked what? me, he asked me how we met. Or he oh, asked us right. how we met. And I said, would you believe it? We met in medical school. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> you did. And all of us, but the best thing is you started it. All of us were like, that's right. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And I said, I'm we're a cardiologist. Like, we, all we all know the, we all know the rules of improv. So yeah. yes. Thank yes, you. And. And oh no, sorry. Surgeon. I was a neurosurgeon and someone oh, else no. was a cardiologist and someone else had a whole chat with them about his like heart issue he had. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was like, right. oh, when he was a cardiologist, we were like, no, we're not doctors. Yeah. We did have one nurse. And then one we did, yeah, we actually did have one full nurse with us now, who's actually now a nurse practitioner. That's right. She just asked her boards. Uh, Hello, Chandler. We love you. Um, Yeah. 
That was so fun. What a fun trip. Um, well, what's going on with everybody? How is life? Um, Claire, we're starting to get chilly here, starting to get fall air. Give us an update on Texas. Well, it did get like hot again, but then today was like our first day or first morning where it felt cooler, where I think it was like in the sixties this morning, but it oh, still got wow. up to about 90. Um, I think our high, the rest of the week is in the eighties. So, you know, it's, it's cooling off. Mm-hmm. Um, okay down yeah this it, morning I, it was like I in the 40s here oh wow see I'm not ready for that Mm-mm. 40 would be too much and 60 is enough where you walk out the door and you're like oh my goodness um yeah. like I feel a little like it feels nice but it's not cold so I wouldn't expect it to be any cooler than this right now and I'm not sure that I would want it to be mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want that for you you're a hot, you're like a hot weather girly now I am I love it she's back um, to Maryland, you're back, baby. I'm home. <laughs> Norma Jean has come home. Oh, Norma Jean. I wish you would have said, call me Norma Jean. Oh, gosh, truly <laughs> psycho. It is. I like, I have been amazed at myself in this life where for the most in- absurd reasons where I am the only one who can be hurt by the lie, I have said some of the most insane stuff like, call me Marilyn. And then like left only to have to come clean about a day later when I'm like, um, my name is not Marilyn and, uh, I'm Claire and I'm so sorry. Like it's, it's completely innocuous, but totally embarrassing. And that is um, my life. I like, like on him it, for believing you. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I doubt he believed me. I mean, I, I'm not that good of, well, I'm an excellent actress, actually. Yeah, heck yeah. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put my down myself down like that. No. Um, She's acting right now. Her name isn't Claire. I mean, what if you found that out? Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, what's yeah, no, that is on? so funny. It is true. It's like why put yourself in those positions? It's like you can if you the chance of getting caught is never there. But when the chance of getting caught and it's almost certain, it's like why do it to yourself? It's like. The rush, baby, the rush. <laughs> I'm not, yeah. Well, it's like my Saudi Arabia conversation where it's like, uh, how does this stuff just come out of my mouth? Where I'm like, uh, I couldn't, if like my life depended on it, I probably couldn't tell a lie worth saving myself for. But like in moments where it absolutely doesn't matter and I'm only left to be totally humiliated in my, the privacy of my own home, essentially, like that's when I just come alive and I'm, I'm able to make up a whole narrative of mm-hmm. this phantom life I've been living. Mm-hmm. That's um, when you, I like uh, it. You're Marilyn. 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 Call me Marilyn. Um, Jacqueline, anything new with you? What's going on besides your deep, dark tan that Jacqueline and, or that Claire and I are loving? You yeah. look like a Jacqueline uh, is several shades darker. <laughs> yeah, uh, I am. And that is all thanks to... Um, obviously self tanner. I put it on, I was telling, I was telling them, um, earlier, I'm so tan because I did this wonderful, wonderful thing where I put it on last night and I was like, okay, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to work out. And then obviously shower it off. Well, I did that cool thing where I hit my alarm. I hit snooze Mm. this morning once. And then I woke up two hours later. So, um, 
I've just been uh, discombobulated all day. <laughs> oh, love that. And then for me, when I do that, it's the self hate. You're like, oh God. Oh, and now there's nothing. Like, I know. Yeah. I, yeah. I like that meme that's like yelling at yourself in the mirror. I'm like, that's mm-hmm. me. I'm like, how dare you? How dare you? I yeah, did it the other day and I really said to myself, what is wrong with you? Like, I was yeah. like, what's wrong with you? Like, get up. What's Yeah. It's like, I'm we're, really we're all. And I woke up two hours later with my alarm going off. Going off. Oh, <laughs> it could, it just went off. It just had probably been going off for hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your dog, Lexi was probably like, what is she yeah, my doing? Dog, no, she was sleeping. I was like, what the hell is our problem? <laughs> Everybody's become desensitized. That's right. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. I've done that. We've all done that. And it's like, the worst is when you do it once and you're like, oh gosh, you get, I let myself off the hook. It happens. And then whenever I do it, almost certainly I do it a second time, almost immediately after, like a few days later. And I'm like, okay, I did it. Learn my lesson. I did it last Wednesday. And today's Tuesday. So less than a week later, I did the exact same thing again. Mm. It must be that season. Cause I've done it a couple of times. Not, I haven't slept through like anything I well, no, that's a lie. This past Saturday, I slept through my workout class. Claire, why yeah. lie? You need to stop these lies that you get in. I did. I know. I should know this by now. Um, I did sleep through my my workout class. I did the thing. Yeah, open my eyes. I'm gonna close them for five seconds. Wake up, and it's like thirty minutes later. But yeah. I have just been like sleeping way too late to the point where like I'm sabotaging myself. Where it's like, okay, now you have one minute to get ready. Good luck. Oh, Go. no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How are you going to do it? And I'm trying to, you know, show out at work every day. My outfit and my my look, my look. Um, are you supposed to walk the runway at work if you only give yourself a minute to get ready? Uh, what's the TikTok that says I'm going into work? I'll make at least to show off my outfit, make five people laugh, and then I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's such a, I think I'm pretty sure that's the auto. It's just so quick. It says something like I'm going into work to show off my outfit, make at least five people laugh, and then I'm going home. And yeah. it's like, yep. I relate. Some mm-hmm. days there was a point today where, in all fairness, my job is very stressful and busy. Like, and it, it is truly one of those. This is part of the getting used to non-news life where like every day isn't like you have the same amount of work essentially because you're turning a package for a deadline or whatever where Mm. like sometimes it is insanely busy and then other days like you have some downtime um and but it all evens out and I like kind of have a little bit of sneaky downtime this week Mm -hmm. I don't even I'm mad that I'm even saying it out loud because that will 100% Uh, ensure that tomorrow's nuts but there was a point today where I was like what have I done today (laughs) (laughs) except honestly be a joy to others like (laughs) I I look cute and I made people laugh and I supply really good candy in my office so oh Mm -hmm. oh yeah I forget you have like a legit office yeah you're big I do I try to lure people in with a bowl of candy Huh? Where it's, oh, it's, it's trick or treating. What? It's trick or treating at the office 365 oh, wow. days a year. It <laughs> you is. just stand over the bowl of candy and say, come, come on in. I actually, on my way home from work today, I, I, so one of our, um, big prosecutors who is, uh, like an older, older guy, 
um, he gave me money to buy more candy today. He was like, here, I eat a lot of your candy. Take some of this money and go buy more. And I was like, okay, I'm going to buy the good stuff. <laughs> snatched it out of his hand and said, it's about time, Todd. Yes. Um, but today I was wearing a dress that I used to wear on air and a person who isn't like familiar with me probably wouldn't know like where I came from or what I did. He goes, you look like you should be on the news. And I was like, (laughs) it's funny. You say that. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, thank you. (laughs) Honestly, one of the greatest joys of getting out of news was throw was like getting rid of the dresses and all of like the very newsy clothes I had that I will literally never wear again. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I kept a couple of the dresses that I really like. Like I, the dress I wore today, I do I really like it, but it does like look like a news dress. Yeah. Um, but I just it's flattering, so I feel good in it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm so glad to not have to wear those dresses I hated and just wore them because they looked good on air or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When it is funny how the news dressing style changed, like in the time that we were all in the industry, like I remember when I first got in TV in 2010, that w- it was still blazers, blazers, blazers. Oh yes. Yeah. For women. Like still. And then it was like, t- I remember when the whole debate was, and it was when Barack Obama was president. Cause that's when Michelle started wearing sleeveless dresses all the time. And there was all the talk. Oh about God. Whether you could wear sleeveless yeah. dress or not. So then on air, it became a question of like, I guess we're switching to dresses more now. And are we wearing sleeveless? Like it was scandalous. Are we showing our arms? Yes. And it's like, if Michelle can do it, meanwhile, she had the best arms of anyone. So we probably shouldn't have been competing with the first lady and her guns. But yeah, I remember all that talk about her. And then, yeah, I remember that exact shift. Yeah. Where it was like, we're wearing dresses now and we're getting crazy and showing off these secret shoulders we've all had. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that as well. And I remember the news station I worked for at the time was not okay with shoulders. So we were not oh. showing them off. Mm-hmm. No, I remember that. Our station had, yeah, for some reason, yeah, that we were like, I don't know. And yeah, management got involved. We were like, is this really something we're talking about? Like, yeah. what is it? Well, and did y'all see, I mean, it, it was truly offensive and terrible, but during the uh, royal funeral, mm-hmm. um, during the queen's funeral, I hadn't said that phrase yet, but I guess that's yeah, during the royal funeral the royal funeral it is. but we call it the royal wedding so yeah the royal wedding the royal funeral um well. but like there was on I guess the final day what Megan was wearing like wasn't technically long sleeves like she had like a little the little cape and so and that was like covering most of her arms oh, yeah and people uh-huh. and like this was something I didn't even know about like some people like who are probably just always looking to find a problem with what Meghan Markle's doing. We're like, how disrespectful that she's showing her arms. And I was like, I didn't know that was a thing, you know, that like, you weren't supposed to show your arms at a funeral. I did not know that. I don't know. No, I, I don't know that it's not a thing you're supposed to, I wonder if that's just a Royal thing. Uh, I'm sure it's a Royal thing, but I'm like, was everything, I didn't notice that, but maybe that's. Well, I looked at it and a lot of people in the, I, I don't, I saw it in two different little places and it was not, I mean, it's all trash, but, um, and a lot of people were defending her being like, no, her arms are covered. It's fine. Yeah. But I was just still kind of like puzzled about the whole arm thing in general. Yeah. Um, that's weird. I don't care how much arm you show at my funeral. Just go right ahead. <laughs> so I'd be yeah, a hot take. We're pro arm on this podcast. We are yeah. pro arm. Mm-hmm. 
pretty scandalous. Yeah, well, I, they do have all those little rules in the royal family about dressing and the way you look. Maybe that's one that I just, yeah, we didn't know until now because, yeah. But I'm like, honey, the, her forearm, what? Why are you showing yeah. us her forearm? What I, I feel like I, um, like one, I follow, I want to say it was, I don't know, whatever. It was like some Instagram account and I, I don't remember the name of it, but they were saying that like even people that like a royal insider apparently had to like explain to um Megan and Harry like some of the rules because they were like breaking them you know like what when people were mad that they were like being holding hands in public <laughs> like uh-huh. I don't know it just seems like some of their things are I don't outdated outdated and need to change a little yeah a little archaic to me yeah and it's just like who are these rules for yeah exactly yeah. it's just silly but I mean at the same time I get I'm it. not I'm trying just... to get in the middle of their like that whatever they do deal. I'm just saying at my funeral you can hold hands and show your arms and I'm I'm still gonna be dead <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> Oh God, Claire has risen out of the casket. <laughs> I told you she wouldn't stand for this. Someone's holding hands in here. Are those arms? <laughs> your arms I'm seeing. Lord. Okay, let me tell you, someone who I bet's going to be showing their arms and shaking their cookies and looking like an absolute queen is Rihanna. Yes. Oh, doing the Super Bowl half. Yes. Oh, which I feel a little bad for her because I feel like her, the announcement didn't get as much like, whoo, as it should have because all the talk was that it was taylor swift for like a week well it was very confusing that it like what they did because it it added up to be taylor it did it did they released it at midnight Midnight. the the super bowl released the yeah the news that you know that now pepsi's no longer sponsoring it and apple music is sponsoring it and they said (laughs) stay tuned for who it's going to be at midnight it was lots of very cryptic taylor-esque kind of stuff yeah yeah and then there were some well, that said it was confirmed yeah like a day i was being like it's confirmed by sources that it's oh fixed. yeah it was literally like i would say it was at least it was probably like a good 24 hours that everyone thought that taylor was the halftime show yes. and then and then all of a sudden it was like oh no she's not the halftime show and then everyone's like well who the hell is the halftime show and then like Four hours later, it was like, Rihanna's the halftime show. And it's like, mm-hmm. it was just weird. I don't know if they were trying to make it like buzzy, but if they did it intentionally, it's like, I feel like it was a disservice to Rihanna. Cause now some, it, it's like, even if it's not an intentional, Rihanna's amazing. Taylor and Rihanna are both amazing. I just hate that it, for some reason, it was kind of like, oh, okay, it's Rihanna. As opposed to like, yeah. Rihanna, who puts on a great show. Yeah. Yes. Well, and we haven't had music from in a long time. And so mm-hmm. that has a lot of people like wondering and guessing. About- Music. what it's going to be like and have y'all seen like all the memes talking about Rihanna mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just going to be like a 15 minute makeup tutorial yeah. <laughs> or, like her unveiling like her Fenty like athlete athleisure or something or like <laughs> yeah. I, 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 it's I, so funny I saw one and it was like a gift and it was like a guy I can't it was some other celebrity like some viral clip of them like walking off stage and it said like Rihanna after she debuts her four upcoming new products from Fenty Beauty on stage. <laughs> yeah. I'm just walking out like that's it goodbye <laughs> but, but I guess, we haven't had any music She's been, you know, really focused on the rest of her businesses, the beauty line, which is super successful. And then, yeah, the Savage Fenty. Yeah, she had a baby. 
yes, you did have a baby. And then her baby daddy was arrested. arrested? Yeah. So yeah, I'm like, a lot going on. She's been busy. Well, maybe, maybe new music is coming and maybe like, surely the newest, most popular song will be like the opener or something. Or I mean, like, I don't even need new music for her. If she just performs know, her hits. Like, I mean, she's got so many bangers. I was thinking about it the other day and I was like, she's got, she's got some good stuff. You kind of like, like, I want her to go replay. I was going to say, you got to go all the way back to Ponder replay for me, honey. Oh, don't you turn the music up. That was so good. Was that her? Oh, no, that was clear. Oh yeah. Rihanna's over here right now tonight, you guys. So I need to like hurry this up. Rihanna's doing my makeup. Yeah. What I'm interested in is because now it's always amazing. The, there will be all those surprise guests, like some of which they'll announce beforehand, like so-and-so will be joining her on stage for one song or whatever, mm-hmm. but I'm interested to wonder or to see who she's going to bring on with her, you know, cause it, it's I always first see her bringing like, maybe like Drake. Yeah. Drake or like, are they still cool because Drake was so in love with her. Are they still like friends? I don't know. I don't know. Um, but she's got to bring up another female artist that's kind of similar in like or maybe not even similar at all just I don't know like I don't know what other female artists you bring up I foresee that also happening mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um remember how ham we all went last year for the Super Bowl halftime show oh it was so good <laughs> no, I, never, I never saw it I never saw it Claire, I'm, I I never saw it. I was in the car. It's I I heard it on the radio. <laughs> okay, well, oh, it sounds so good. I wish they had cameras. <laughs> it was so good and so nostalgic. All those ninety hits, Eminem, Jay Z, all the. I mean, the oh, hello, cool, and just the whole crew, the crew, the crew. Well, Taylor could still be a guest with Rihanna. That's true. That is true. I was, that, yeah, that would be really cool. I, I just hope she plays Disturbia. I love that song so much. Oh, and in college, good. I don't know how niche this was. It was like before viral videos were viral videos, but this was on YouTube. There was this YouTuber or girl who posted videos on YouTube. She wasn't like a prolific, like YouTuber type person. And her, she was like a probably middle school girl. Um, and her username was something like dog lover 85 or something. And she would do dances to different songs of the day. And she did an amazing dance to Disturbia that all of my friends and I in college would like, I mean, it was ever, it was the best. It started off with her turning her bedroom lights off and on, um, (laughs) which is an iconic start. I love Yes. And it was was just making up a dance for her own lighting. She, She would do like, Miley Cyrus, Justin Bieber, but um, her Disturbia performance was top notch, and I just I've never seen um, Rihanna perform that, so I personally would really love to see her uh, bring that to the mm-hmm. stage. I like it. I like it. Love Rihanna. it. Okay. Um, okay. Speaking of football, because there were football on that night. Um, <laughs> Uh, Tom and Giselle, Jacqueline, I feel like you've been following this. Give us the update on what's going on with those two. 
Yeah. Okay. So apparently, um, at the Bucks game on Sunday, um, Tom and Giselle's kids were there. Sans Giselle. So it was only the kids being Tom. Their kids are so beautiful. Like I know how they all look like the models. Were they with a grandparent? Um, I, I, there, there, they may have been, but the most important item in this article was that Giselle was not there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, there, it's been rumored that they've been kind of going through a little bit of a rough patch. Um, yeah. You know, I think, I think for like the, you know, the past like couple years, it's kind of been um, talked about with Tom that, you know, Giselle was unhappy with his decision to not retire. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. And, it's been, you know, it's to continue. And then especially to not retire after the Bucks won the Super Bowl. So um, I don't know. And then I, in the article that I read about it, um, it just said that Tom and Giselle allegedly are not like going to get divorced, but I guess they got into like a big fight before, I guess she's in Brazil and Mm -hmm. they got into a big fight before she left for Brazil and she's still not over it. So she's just like not um, entertaining it right now. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess- you know, if that's really the case, like good for her for like setting her boundaries and sticking to it. Um, I don't really know. There's not really anything else I like really need. To yeah, say no, about. I saw that. I just thought it was like an interesting update because we did talk about it. God, when was that? Last week or the week before? So I saw a headline the other day that said Tom is aware that this is his last season if he has any interest in staying married. And I'm like, mm, mm, like yeah. whoa. <laughs> I mean, I go back to what we had talked about before. I like, when is enough enough? He's yeah. already the greatest and he's like, like he's defied the odds age wise. And yeah. we're married to like the most, like one of the most sought after women to like have ever lived. And yeah. if she is your wife and the mother of your children and she has expressed, which I am sure she's no wilting Lily. Like she has expressed full heartedly how she feels about you going back to play. Like, yeah. What, what what do you like? What do you need Tom? Like what Mm -hmm. other woman would convince you otherwise, or what do you need to achieve on the field? Like it is selfish. It's certainly selfish. Um, Mm -hmm. or at least from our perspective and what we know. Yeah. I would be very curious just to like, and like, obviously like I really don't foresee him ever or honestly either of them ever commenting on all of these rumors like themselves, like to like page six or whatever. Well, Giselle did do an interview kind of about it already. Yeah. She commented on Mm -hmm. it. Like she, but I don't know if it'll get much more to than that, but like, no, I don't think they're messy, like tabloid people. No, yeah. It would yeah. Oh, God, like, I wish yeah. they were. <laughs> I know. It would have to be like an already scheduled sit-down interview where they would just happen to answer like a couple questions that were like included, you know, about the relationship. But I don't know. I would just be interested to hear like what the hell, like what is he looking for? Like what's going on? Like mm-hmm. why? Like, do you think you can win another Super Bowl? Is that what you're after? Like, I, I don't just know. Hope- when and if he retires um I just hope we don't get the narrative of like oh he's doing it because that woman made him I hope we don't get that Uh, yeah Yeah. because if we do better not uh uh-uh yeah yeah that's so gross yeah yeah that's so gross yeah um I just want to read I'm looking at um 
I just want to read y'all a headline I just saw. Um, an insider says Mariah Carey doesn't involve herself with Nick Cannon's expanding brood, saying there are too many babies. She's happy for him and wishing him the best. <laughs> I mean, Mariah's from Mariah's mouth to God's ears. That's what we're all I'm thinking. Like, there are too many babies. All of us. Yeah, it's like, honey, wish you well, but there are too many babies. I don't, that situation to me is amazing. That's the sit down interview I want is all of these women that he is currently having babies with sitting down. And I want to be like, are you guys all like, what's the dynamic? Like, it's yeah. Also, are you aware of the other baby moms? Yeah. Are you aware of them? What did he tell you to convince you that this was a good idea? Okay. They have to be aware because we know like, (laughs) oh yeah. But it's like, are they in a relationship? Is he are they just wanting to have a child, both of them, like him and her, and they decide to? Are, also, is she, what's are they all having course? open relationships? Because he'll be, ha- he's had multiple women, like having, a, you know, about to have a baby at the same time or having them within a very short span close to each other. So I'm just like, I'm so, comp- I'm just like, what's the dynamic? How's Thanksgiving? I mean, and we thought Tristan Thompson was bad. I mean, this is, oh. the question for Nick Cannon is, do you really make that much money? Like, Oh yeah. Where you're able to pay for all of these. Yeah, what, is, what does he make money off of? I mean, is he still the host of the masked singer? That's now in so. eighth season. <laughs> Which I, think it's I saw someone tweet the other day that said, I can't believe people are still watching the masked singer. And I'm like, I thought that about myself when I couldn't stop watching one single episode. Because once you start, it's like the ridiculousness of it is so you do get sucked in. You do, because it, it's just so ridiculous. And not only the costumes and the overall concept, but my favorite thing, the most ridiculous, it feels like a parody of those little packages that we call them in the news business, the little video clips they'll put of contestants when they come on American Idol, like to tell you their backstory. Those backstory packages they put for these masked singers are so jokey and ridiculous. I'm like, what am I watching? And then you try and guess who it is. Mm -hmm. I know it really is. It really does all suck you in. I'm glad I broke free of the mass singers grip because there for the first couple seasons, I was firmly in the grip of the masked singer and listening to their asinine guesses. They'd be like, Barack Obama. Yeah. Like Kim Jong and Jenny McCarthy were the worst. They'd be like, you know, they're saying people are saying that they think that Tom Brady missed preseason because he's on that. Yeah. Which honestly, I would love that. But if yeah, I was Giselle, I'd be like, okay, another yes. project. Yeah, that would be the the straw that broke the camel's back. Maybe. I wonder if she'd still be like, no, maybe that's why she went to Brazil. Yeah, maybe she's like, I wonder if she'd still say, like she said in her interview last week, he needs to do what brings him joy. Yeah. Side note, if that means dressing up like a huge bumblebee and singing on stage, then go ahead. Yeah. Why only? It's like, oh, you're going to miss football for a mass singer show, but you're not going to miss football because I asked you to three years yeah. ago. That would actually be <laughs> so hilarious. I would actually love that so much. Cause they will have some people on there that I'm like, some people that I'm like, oh, I forgot you were a, a person alive. Yeah. But then yeah. other people that I'm like, what? But yeah, you're right. One of the worst things was their silly guesses. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, it's Oprah. It's Oprah, Howie, or whoever it is. No, it's not Howie. It's who's on there? Robin Thicke. Rob, Robin Thicke. Oh, Jay- and the freaking guy from The Hangover who is so annoying. <laughs> like, Wicked, so loved. and then it's like, we've been too exposed. What's his name? 
Ken Jong. Ken Jong. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. He gets me. Oh. See, I don't mind him. So I find him kind of endearing. Claire to walk away. She's so upset. Yeah, she just got up and walked out. because She's like, goodbye. No, I needed Rue. <laughs> oh, oh, Rue, which is her, her Black Panther that lives with her. Um, right. I haven't been able to hold him since I, I got home and I was in such a rush. And I always hold him for a little bit when I get home. And does he, how long does he tolerate it for? Because we all know that's what he's doing. He's tolerating. I am certainly on the clock right now. So you'll find out. (laughs) Okay. He did get a a gift today. I brought him a new scratcher pad. He gets like little scratchers that like, it's like corrugated. Oh yeah. Like cardboard. I think I've seen him at your house before. Yeah. He loves those things. Oh, he loves them. And he got three new ones today. They came in from Amazon. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Funny. The joy it gives you when you get little things for your pet and you're like, Ooh, they are loving this. And I know. My- is my cup doth overflow <laughs> really i as soon as i put it down on the ground he started scratching it and i was like, <laughs> you're, like you're so cute yeah. i'm a great pet parent mm-hmm. um all right well what's next are we uh going into our own personal thoughts let's do it let's do yeah, it let's do it. claire kick us off what do you want to say all right. what you got so, mine is something you know Sorry, my little cat's been sweet. Um, which is really, here he goes. The time's up. Okay, he just left. Um, so I have, you know, been off and on on the dating apps lately. Yes. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I just, it's been such a foreign experience to me because I've never done it before. And I don't have any friends here really to like bounce things off of or talk about because people I do know, Um, I certainly do not feel close enough to, to like discuss this aspect of my life with, um, and I don't know what that says about me, but whatever. So I just, I have so many thoughts and feelings as I go through these dating apps. One, like, I feel like there's a lot of men out there who are like trying to be funny on the dating apps who aren't funny and they're not funny. And like, this isn't the platform for you. This is not where we're making the jokes. Your, your humor isn't landing. I don't know you. You're a perfect stranger. So yeah. why are you trying to be like, you're not funny. It's not working. Like, you're not a stand-up comedian. Yeah. yeah. Save yeah. that for a face-to-face or like <clears throat> maybe give it up. I don't know. Either way. People yeah. who don't put their full names or not their full names, but like their full first name, like they'll put like C or they'll put like baby, Ugh. baby boy or something like that, where it's like, what are you like, what are you doing? We're trying to make a connection here of some sort. And if you can't even give me like your first name, I'm not okay with that. I think I've also brought up before my issue with like, and I'm, I'm sure women do it too, but I only see the, the male side of it or they'll be like, it'll say their age is like 32 and, but then in their bio, they'll be like, actually 37, LOL, this app can't do math. And I'm like, no, because when you you look at these profiles, they ask you, they make you confirm your age. Like, so you get, it's not like like they're bringing it in from like your Facebook profile that you made. You put in the information and then it says, okay. So like you put in your birth date and then it says, confirm you are 36. And then you have to say, yes, I am. 
Thank you very much. So either you were too blackout drunk while you were making this profile to know your own age and birth date, or you're a liar and neither is attractive to me. Mm -hmm. Either way, I'm out. Yeah. So those are just a couple of my gripes, but then I've got some real questions that I would love to hear um, what your take is on it. Okay, let's start. What was your take on swiping on a coworker? Man, that's tough. I think it's an, indi- Ooh, yeah, it's tough. I think it depends. Cause it's one thing to like flirt with a coworker in person and like, feel like you've got a connection and then like maybe date a coworker, but the app, when you're, there's something aggressive about it to me. I mean, I will say personally, I don't think it's appropriate to swipe on a coworker. Yeah. I feel like there's no way to not feel awkward. Yeah. Make them feel awkward. You feel awkward. Cause it's like, it's this whole it's just another level to the human experience that it's like, we're not, I don't know. It feels like coming in cautiously from the left. It's like we are face-to-face having normal conversations at work. And then secretly I'm on my phone at night swiping on you. It's like, right. Yes. It's like, we don't know each other in person or maybe we do, but you're going to sit at home and look at me on that. And the chance of, let's say they don't swipe you or they do swipe you. And then it's awkward because then let's say it doesn't work out, then you might still see this person. And it's like, yeah, yeah. Hey, how are you? I feel like I would not swipe on a coworker, but if a coworker swiped on me first, I would be like, hmm, interesting. Yeah. And it would certainly depend on the coworker. Exactly. It would depend (laughs) on the coworker. Like, like, you know what? There's an old saying, it only works. It's not creepy if you're hot. Sorry. Right. Or, uh, yeah, it's not creepy if I'm attracted to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I'm attracted to you, it's not creepy. Yeah. And I think that that like kind of plays for this. Like I would be kind of like, that's interesting. And then I don't, I don't know, but like, I don't really know where you would go from there. What would be, cause this, this is something actually at work, a group of us have talked about um, at one point. And we were all like, I don't know. Um, you see someone, you know, you like, you see a coworker on the app that you actually have a crush on and you don't swipe on them, but you go to them in person and say, I saw you on the apps. <laughs> oh, um, Ooh. I, I feel like you, I, my philosophy is the first rule about the apps is we don't talk about the apps. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, we all know we're there, but like, we don't really right. talk about it. But like, we don't talk about it. It's my instant reaction would be like, no, you didn't. I'm not yeah. on there. No. Yeah. The, the oh. app is just kind of like information for you to have in your back pocket where it's like, okay, like you think your coworker is attractive and they're on the apps. So, and if they're active, like that must mean they're like, they're dating. Like, you know, like it's just like information for you to have. But mm-hmm. like to actually acknowledge it in person, like dog. But that's what I thought too. But my the one coworker who was like, "No, you absolutely should go talk to this person." In per- he was writing a research paper on it. He's doing his master's in sociology, and so mm-hmm. he was like studying dating apps. And we were like, "No, you cannot do that." Um, what do y'all think about the practice of 
which I hate where people will be like, if I know you, I'm swiping on you. Like as a joke, I like, no, I don't want to interact with you. If like, no, I don't know. Leave me out of your fun and no, DM me on Instagram. I don't, don't, don't swipe on me on Hinge. Don't swipe on me on Bumble. DM me on Instagram. If you want to be funny and cutesy and like, don't make, like, I don't want to be reminded that people know that I'm on a dating app. I'm sorry. Yeah, like, don't remind it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Stop. What about, I think this is my final question, but these are all questions that I always think about. Like, either, no, these are good questions. Probably there are probably a lot of people in our listening audience that are on dating apps that have probably thought these same things, which I love about the era we live in, especially TikTok is brought to the forefront of showing. And in a way it's sad, but in a way it's good. Most of us have not had individualized experiences. No. Most of us are thinking the same thing at the same time, doing yeah. the same thing, having the same weird thoughts, weird routines, weird everything. And these are legit questions. I guarantee you, Claire, if someone driving in their car right now is like, yes, thank you for asking this. Yeah. And this is just such an interesting conversation to have. Even if you don't use the app, you're like in a relationship or you've been married and you've never used the app. Like it's just, it's, I think it's interesting from all point of views it's Mm -hmm. truly a totally unique experience uh I can't say that I I'm liking the experience and I'm not currently active on the apps I think I said that the last time and I just I just don't find it to be I don't know for I just I just don't see it being a successful avenue for me period but then at the same time I'm like well but how else am I going to talk to people because like Mm -hmm. so it's a real it's it's a real demonstrum. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it sucks, honestly. Yeah. Um, but uh, the last question would be, what about someone you see, maybe you're on multiple apps and you see someone on both like Bumble and Hinge. Do you mm-hmm. like oh. or like them on both or one or wait and see or... Like, what do you do? Because likely it's not if you are in a city, which I imagine everyone is. Um, <laughs> For those of you off the grid, just disregard this next yes. bit. You're going to see a lot of the same people on the, on, I've yeah. only ever been on Bumble or Hinge. And I mean, it's pretty much like you're going to run into a, a lot of the usual characters. Um And so do you double up and like, is there a benefit to being on more than one app? Um, so I think, so when I was using the apps, I, um, when hinge came out, I just preferred hinge because I kind of felt like Bumble was made for dudes, even, even though it was like made by a woman and they say it's like for women because you can message guys first and like. I just felt like you're putting the control of that in the guy's hands. You're like, like the guy gets to choose from all the girl. Like, I don't know. I just like, I wasn't super crazy about Bumble. So like, if I saw them on that app, I'd be like, oh, that's interesting. Like maybe I would swipe, but like, if I had already seen them on hinge, I would like, and I had already swiped on them or like, liked something um, or maybe I had like accidentally passed their, passed their profile up, I would swipe right on Bumble. But if I had already mm-hmm. liked their profile or, or like tried something on Hinge, I don't think I would. I don't Try think, it I, on I, don't it. think yeah. I would, I don't think I would double up. 
no, I, 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 yeah, I'd rather die. Yeah. And I would say, I would say towards the end of my app use, um, I was really only like, I had a, a Bumble, but I was just mainly using Hinge. I wasn't even, yeah, like I had Bumble, but it wasn't like, you know, I was very active on it. I wouldn't, I don't think. I just find it all to be, I also hate that. Like, I mean, I guess there is a way if like you have your settings a certain way where you can see, I think it's on both of them where you can see like when someone was last active, but if you don't have that, those settings on, which I would never, because I don't want people to know, like (laughs) when I was last active, you have no idea of knowing if these people's profiles are active or not. So you can be swiping on someone who's like deleted the app off their phone, but didn't delete, delete their profile or who's like fully dating someone and like never like snooze their profile. You know, like, I, yeah. I just hate that. I mean, and I guess that goes for like people you talk to in person, like you never know who you're going to talk to and like what their situation is, but I just hate, I, I don't know everything about, I don't, there's a little to nothing positive about the apps in my, my eyes, but yeah. it works for some people. I honestly think they work for people who are a insanely attractive because then you're just getting like the pick of the litter, like everybody wants you and you get like whatever you want or be mm-hmm. like, you are like very, like a, you have a niche interest and you find another person on there who has like that same niche interest. Yeah. I would, I would. Yeah. Like, it's not, I feel like it's not for just like <laughs> your middle of the road, 36 year old single gals. Like, I, I don't know. And maybe that's a pessimistic view, but just from my like, study of it I'm just kind of like I don't know it just forces mm-hmm. you to be so judgmental and um I just like critical of every single person you come across mm-hmm. because that's all you have is to judge off this one little like nugget and then yeah. like, to have the energy to keep the momentum of a chat going to the point of even like hey hi how are you like that alone yeah, I'm like, yeah, oh my God, enough. Yeah. then you're like scrolling instagrams and you go back to instagram and then they message back and then you're switched to tiktok and it's just like it feels like jumping yeah. three steps ahead it's like how am i supposed to know? like the, the the joy of meeting someone in person is you know right away do i have a good vibe here do we yeah. hit it conversationally you can't know any of that so then you're putting in all this groundwork and then let's say you do get to the point when you meet the person you might know in the first five minutes like wow oh, no yeah well and i but do you feel can't like now you now you can't bail yeah yeah, yeah. you gotta stay for like an hour yeah <laughs> exactly and I do feel like the apps have made, and I, I'm certainly not the first person to come up with this idea. I'm just like, it, I can confirm. I think it has made it easier or like more acceptable for people to just like ghost people or like check out on people, even after you've met in person where it's like, no, I'm no longer interested. And instead of like, maybe a, Hey, I had a really good time, but like, we're not going to, I, I don't really see this going anywhere. I think it's because we've just gotten so used to being like, eh, unmatch or eh, I'm not going to respond to these messages. It like, it just all becomes very like disposable in a way. Yeah. 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 Mm. I don't know. It's seemingly like there's less meaning behind just like even a message of like, Hey, how are you? 
Oh, 100%. There's 100% less meaning behind it because you're, it's truly like a a game of numbers where it's like, you're just trying to cast your net as wide as possible in the hopes that one person comes back to you. And then maybe when you finally meet, yeah, you do have a connection. Whereas like, if you meet people in person, you don't have to cast your net so wide because yeah, like Haley said, you'll either have a connection with someone you're talking to or not. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So anyway, yeah. those are my thoughts on the dating apps. Um, Let us know thoughts. This is a perfect topic. Let us know if you could identify with some of these questions Claire's brought up and if you have good solid answers that could help her and us like form a better opinion on some of these things. Yeah, because it's just like it's rough in these streets. It is. It's mm-hmm. so much about it is just not right. Like choosing your choose like having like choose your photos to like best represent yourself it's like that's not I'm sorry no version of any amount of photos I put on an app is gonna truly like give you an idea of who I am Mm -hmm. because I'm trying to make you see that I'm pretty and like a I feel like I look different in pictures than I do in person so like I feel like you're just not gonna know what I look like Mm -hmm. um b I don't look pretty all the time um yeah and see, like, I don't look cool or interesting all the time. I'm just like, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. I hate it. It's so dumb. I'm like, maybe guys, maybe we should start a trend where we do like truth and advertising. Just start posting photos of you in your sweats and your glasses on your couch at night with a glass of wine. It's your profile picture on hinge. Let it sweep the country and let's all get real. This is what we look like. And dudes, you, I don't even know what do dudes wear when they hang out. I was envisioning women. I'm like, I'm in sweats with a hoodie on with a glass They're of in wine. basketball shorts. Oh. Yeah, they are in basketball That's shorts. So ick. Man, no, I still need them to be dressed up. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Never mind. Because if we did get the ick. maybe like and they're definitely it's like basketball shorts or some sort of like short that's very similar to that. And then like a like a t-shirt from like high school that they've cut, like and it's oh. like you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. And this might be too much. I don't like basketball shorts for the very reason that they expose too much. Yes. Same reason. Uh, I, like I'm like, like, I hate it. I'm like, stop. It's just too much. Like, You're this, being sexual. It is. I'm like, stop. I don't need to see that. And especially if they move a little too quickly, things move. And I'm like, ah, get out of here. I'm like, you need basketball shorts like should only like be worn boxer briefs. Don't be coming in here with basketball shorts and regular boxers on where things are just roaming around like an unsupervised Swinging. child. Yeah. I yeah. hate it. It makes me uncomfortable, especially yeah. if I in public. And I'm like, oh, sir, you were obviously wearing like gap boxers. I'm upset. Yeah. Nasty. We I are totally on. Well, I hate that. And um, what my thought is just as uh oh outsider is why would any man ever just wear boxers i can't imagine it doesn't do anything why would you not wear boxer briefs i feel like boxers are like for old men yeah i just like like old men wear boxers i don't it feels like a part of like the 1800s dressing when women put petticoats on under their dresses like it was just a little thing they did but it doesn't really do anything that's how it is men's boxers are like they're they're those long pant things they used to wear under their real pants and I'm like they didn't do anything and they're not doing anything now yeah or you have like a little sleeping cap and your boxers and your yes it's like from the old illustration of um the night before Christmas 
Yes. Right in the yes. version we had as kid, the dad had on a night cap. Oh yeah, because it's part of the part of the story. With her in her bonnet and I in my cap, we'd all settle down for a long winter's nap. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, well, dad's got his cap on, time to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. It's not not the same. Not the same. Speaking of undergarments, that's what I want to talk about this week. I finally I found myself very unhappy with the women's bra game lately i used to be a victoria's secret diehard wore the victoria's secret very sexy push-up bra for i probably had 20 literally 20 iterations of it over 10 15 years like that I was still my, too, my two main bras are from victoria's secret i haven't found another bra that i've liked enough to to switch exactly but so it's like victoria's secret has yeah they i love that exact bra i've worn it forever like i started wearing that style of bra and they still carry the very sexy in high school literally started wearing it in high school and i've worn it forever but i'm just kind of like maybe at a different point in life comfort is more important to me now and i'll put it on and i'm like it does a good job i feel like very like put together i feel like it has a nice shape everything's great but i'm just like i'm kind of wanting something more comfortable or more i don't know so i'm just trying and like um, I had people like uh, some members of my family, like my mom, and my sister, they love Soma and I love Soma, but recently I tried some of their bras, wasn't enthused. And then outside of like Victoria's Secret and Soma, I'm kind of like, meh. So I bought a couple of bras and they're in the mail right now. I'm excited for them to get here from one of those companies that I see advertised on Instagram all the time. And I'm a small chested woman. I'm a 34B. Don't care who knows it. Um, <laughs> and it's a company and I wanted, y'all probably have seen it and it's, called pepper and it's supposed to be this new bra brand that's geared towards women with like a and b cups and they're supposed to fit better blah 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 i know i haven't seen that because i don't get ads i was gonna say uh yeah unfortunately i was gonna say you guys after (laughs) (laughs) i'm being served different ads thank you you know what after (laughs) i said that i was like i nearly said actually you guys probably don't but i didn't want to put your breast business in the street so i just bypassed that little line so good okay good now that now that we're out in the open um i am the only one who gets these ads for small chested Uh, for what it's worth i wish i got those ads Haley. that it's like always been my dream so you know (laughs) you want what you don't have (laughs) yeah so true so it's this brand called pepper and i've just ordered them and i guess their whole thing is and if you're a small chested lady out there I will report back next week. I think my delivery is supposed to get here by the weekend. And I ordered their regular kind of like everyday nude push-up bra. And then I ordered the strapless bra that they have that apparently has like thousands of good reviews and it's guaranteed to not fall down, which I've bought many a strapless bra that says that. And they're always falling down. They're always digging into your sides. Strapless bras are just a thing that it's like, they suck. They're always going to suck. They're never going to be good. But I'm hopeful. And so I'm excited to try, but I've just kind of been like, but what I've done, because I bought other bras recently and then just had to return them, because I'm like, no, nothing's as good as the very sexy. Nothing's as good. See, I haven't had a, I haven't had a Victoria's Secret bra in so long. But now that you're yeah. talking about it, I do remember really liking my Victoria's Secret bras. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. My main push-up bra, and I don't. Gotta be honest, I don't really need any um, you know, <laughs> Lip, any any not, extra help. Really you know, there's not really of whatever. Anyways, um is from Victoria's Secret and I love it. And then the other one that I, my favorite bra ever from Victoria's Secret is a Razorback bra, but it's gotten, it's the one that doesn't have a wire. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that just, 
I went bra shopping. Like me, I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was going to say, you're like, that is it. I've, I've peaked. What could possibly be better than that? No, nothing. I'm like, hmm, what shirts can I wear <laughs> with this bra? <laughs> she like plans her whole wardrobe around that bra. <laughs> the, the, starting with the bra and going from there. Yes. Uh-huh. I went bra shopping re- not too long ago and I tried on a lot of different bras. I brought three and I actually am returning two of them because they were uncomfortable. It, it was, mm-hmm. I, and I truthfully hadn't been bra shopping in a while. Um, it was shocking to me how uncomfortable some of these bras are out there. I'm like still in this day and age. And granted, like I am like, uh, I, I, you know, I've, I've got a lot to work with essentially. Um, and so those bras are always going to be like, the bigger straps, the more clasps, all of the, those types, mm-hmm. but like some of them truly felt like a medieval torture device. Like, yeah, I was like, this is so, how can you breathe? It hurts. And yet some of these yeah. underwires, I was like, no, we have figured out a way where we don't need this anymore. You've got yeah. that. It and hurts. My, and they still look perky. Yeah. yeah. Except, you know what? While I was in the dressing room, a girl came in and she told the lady, she goes, I want something with an underwire. And I was like, whoa, okay. are you okay, sis? Cause yeah. Yeah. you're not well. <laughs> yeah. I want to hear about pepper. I, I ordered once upon a time, a true and cro true and co bra. Me too. And I ended up returning that. I was so oh, mad. The ads made me feel like, Ooh, this is it. I have yeah. cracked the code and it came and I was like, rrr, rrr. Yep, you know same. who actually yeah. served me an ad the other day on Instagram for a bra was Spanx. I've actually had my life. Like, that looks real comfortable because it was. I've actually had a Spanx bra before and it was nice. And I was like, "You're speaking my language." <laughs> I've also had a Spanx bra. Now that I think about it, it was a black bra. Mm-hmm. 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 I've had a I liked it, but for some reason, I didn't repurchase, which makes me think it didn't surpass the classic Victoria's Secret. Mine rubbed a would rub on my chest, like, like, oh, like, like I am, um, like, right below, like, the band in the front. And ooh, it, I had oh, like a beard, it was terrible. But okay, uh, well, I won't, bra. I won't, uh, I'm not gonna try it then. I think I don't know, but I mean, it, different strokes, yeah. different folks were all made different. You know, you know yes. what kind of bra is never comfortable? A what? strap bra. Oh, I know, yeah. yeah. Although, yeah. let me tell y'all about mine. Okay, she cleared or just left her right. seat. She's going to get because I've had this strapless bra for a little while, and I've repurchased it even, and it's Notori brand. Okay, it's, it's not uncomfortable, and I it I never have to adjust it. It I never have to do anything. It's honest. It is the best strapless bra I've ever had, and I think it was recommended to me by. It was, I, I, I can't remember who it, I, I came by it from a recommendation. I did not find it on my own and it's a great strapless bra. So okay. I will say I found a good one. Okay. Ooh. Okay. It looks just, cute. Okay. It's just, uh, okay. Did you, okay, that looks did you really say what brand it is? Though. Did I huh? miss you? Did you say what brand, what brand it is? is it again? Notori. Notori. Oh yes. Actually, I want to say maybe you've told me about this before. I want to say we had the notorious strapless bra conversation. Yes. Okay. okay. If this well, if Pepper doesn't come through and does me wrong, like and you know, like True and Co, the one of the other popular like social media bra companies. I'm out. in like a major. Um, I really, really need a strap a new strapless bra because currently the strapless bra I have one of the wires is poking me, and then the lace that's in the back is like ripping. 
So, I mean, I've had it for like a really long, like probably since college. So yeah, it's yeah. Better days. worn it out, but it's like, all right, this is, it's time for a new one. I just want to read you guys a little something right now that one of my employees just accidentally texted me and I'm sure he's sitting mortified right now. <laughs> <laughs> so by all means, let's broadcast it. He just texted back and said, LMA, LMAO, sorry. Da, 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 da. And I was, of course, it all good, blah, blah, blah. He just said, no context. I just get a text from my sweet employee that just said, Hey, I'm just now picking up food. We're going into the hot tub for a little bit and then I'll head home. That's why I just wrote back. All right. That all sounds good. I approve. <laughs> <laughs> sounds great. And he just wrote LMAO. Sorry. I guess his, his wife's name is similar to mine. So he said, Siri heard your name instead of hers. That's so funny. I text him back and be like, don't text me outside of work. <laughs> no, um, he's boss, I should be sleeping right now. Don't bother. I'm write back and be like, no hot tub invite. No, nope, that crosses an HR line. Cause that could be misconstrued really weird. I'm jealous. I would love to be able to get into a hot tub real quick. Me too. Uh, real that's real so quick. Where, is he where you can just get in a hot tub for a few minutes. I know. And his wife's not even there. Is he a typical man? A typical man. He's got that hot tub hookup and an inviting. You know what? They're not, they're not wearing basketball shorts. They're wearing bathing suits and they're getting in the hot tubs together. Wow. All right, then. All right, Jacqueline, I understand tonight you have a rundown for us of new shows you've been watching and things. I do. I even have, I made a little list and I even have one that I have to add to my list. Okay. So if you're looking for stuff to watch on TV, well, and they're all on streaming services. So sorry. Um, okay. So first off selling OC on Netflix. Okay. My review on this is good. Not great. And that is because I feel like Netflix jipped them on how many episodes they had. Because we spent, there's only like six episodes and we spend five of the six episodes arguing about shit that happened off camera. So we don't know what the hell is going on. And then we're trying to get to know everyone that's on camera. And then in towards the end of like episode five, beginning of episode six, stuff happens on camera. And then the season's just over. Oh, it like a, like the season like abruptly ends and mm-hmm. one of and then one of the guys that's on the season is uh well is now getting divorced from Britney Snow. Oh, and his, oh that's what I was gonna ask. I haven't watched the show, but I've read. Is this the one? Okay. Yeah, and drama with him and a couple of the girls is like, well, one of the girls is. I don't, it's not really a focal point. It like, it's just like one of the storylines that kind of goes along and it's like kind of weird because like some girls are upset about, about it and other girls, like other people aren't, but everything that they're upset about happened off camera. So like, it's just really hard to tell like what's going on and you're still trying to get to know everyone. So like, you don't know like everyone's personalities and like how they perceive things. Like, I don't know, it's just kind of weird. So I, they'll definitely have a season two and I'm looking forward to it as far as, um, real estate porn. It's amazing. (laughs) Don't you remember with like regular, the original selling sunset, I feel like, and I'm wondering if it'll be the same way with this where seasons one and two came out very, like pretty close together. And so I wonder if they're doing it that that way with this, like they did those first few to be like, okay, is this going to be good? And they probably shot all the episodes for the first two seasons at once or something. Yeah, I yeah. would imagine. I, I, I hope, I hope that's what they did. Um, yeah. 
And obviously, since it's like the same production company, I'm sure that's what they did. So yeah, it's going to be good. the, The ending though was really strange. Like I was watching it and it just ended. And I was like, oh, like obviously the next episode will start playing. And it was like, here's what else to watch. (laughs) What just happened? I know. I always hate that when I'm like, no, but I was not done watching this. Thank you. I I wasn't done consuming. Yeah. Yeah. So so another, just speaking of real estate porn, um, also on Netflix, this show, it's called Design Miami. And um, they're a couple. They both own their separate um, interior design companies. And one, um, the wife, um, and I, I forget her name. I'm really sorry. I just started watching this, but she is established, has had her business for like years. And then her husband um, has like co-owned a company and he has just decided to like go out on his own. Um, and they have like very different design styles, but it's, it's just kind of interesting. Um, it's kind of like, it's kind of similar to like selling sunset, selling OC where they like follow their personal life. They go to the properties and all that stuff. Um, I don't know. It's another, they, the real estate in there is pretty good. Um, and then on, so those are both on Netflix. And then um, another movie on Netflix is called Do Revenge with Cami Mendez. Oh yeah. How was that? It's pretty good. I liked it. Okay. It's, I didn't love, but I liked it. Um, for some reason I was thinking it was a show. So I was kind of shocked when it was a movie, but I think that's just on me. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's good. It's basically about this girl um, who gets her boyfriend, uh, like she tries to get revenge on him and some of the other mean girls in her school. And she partners up with like a like, quote unquote, loser girl to do this like revenge. And then no one in the school knows their friends. And there's a lot of twists and turns. Um, Yeah, I liked it. Okay. I thought about watching it. I I've heard some people say they really liked it. Other people say they didn't like it. Yeah. I'm personally interested, but I just haven't taken the plunge. Yeah. It's a good movie to like watch. Like I probably watched, like I probably was like 90% like glued and then like other percent like scrolling Instagram or just like, I don't know, like doing stuff on my iPads. Like I think you don't have to just like put all your stuff down and like really tune in, you know, that kind of mood. Um, so two things on Hulu, I want to suggest, um, nine perfect strangers. I started watching this over the weekend and I know it's one of those shows that came out kind of a while ago. Okay. Um, Nicole Kidman is like the, like one of the main. Okay. I do. Um, Yes. And uh, Melissa McCarthy and like uh, some other like big names, um, is in it. But it's, um, the show is based on a book by Leanne Moriarty. I think that's how you say her name. But she mm-hmm. also wrote the book. Big Little Lies, yeah. Big Little Lies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. The show is really good. It's basically like this, like, eccentric group of people. Um, they all go to this wellness resort. The wellness resort is drugging them. So it's um, really, mm-hmm. really good. Yeah. 
Um, it's good so far. I've watched like, I think four or five episodes of that. And then, um, I also started this other show <laughs> called tell me lies on Hulu. Mm-hmm, um, okay. I would say at this point, I hate watching it because I just want to know how it ends. Okay. And, um, it's very much Colleen Hoover vibes where like, I know the show is based on a book and I don't know who wrote it, but I would not be surprised if it was Colleen Hoover because it's like a relationship where these like two people should definitely not be together, but for whatever reason they're together. Okay. And there's a lot of sex. <laughs> hey. Okay. <laughs> Hmm. Interesting. Well, okay, cool. I love so, it's Rex. Not- I feel like I've seen a, t- a ton of these and wonder should I dedicate yeah. the time to watch I know. Them. I admire you so, watch taking the plunge on all these because honestly, I've been yeah. like I have not been watching anything because like I well, I watched that's a lie. I watched Sins of Our Mother on Netflix. That's the one oh, about the so Utah mom who like went off to Hawaii and all that. And then I watched oh, the, yeah. I watched the bling ring docuseries. Yes. That was good too. Yeah. It was pretty have good. You, have either of you guys started watching Dahmer? No, because no, I went through so a Dahmer phase a history. few years ago and I don't want to do it again. Mm-hmm. I've heard, I've been, you know, I, I can listen to the goriest true crime, anything, but for some reason, a couple of reviews of this have kind of made me be like, I don't know. People have been like, I saw an article the other day. It was like, people are saying this one gave them nightmares. And I'm like, really? Well, he like okay. I mean, it's really, okay. especially it's like, it's an adaptation of it. I'm like, he must, what's his name? Evan Peters must do a bang up job. Okay. Jack, so, I are you enjoying it. so I am like in the middle of, um, I like am about, no, I think I'm like a few minutes into episode four. Okay. So yeah. I will say so far of the first three episodes, I think the first episode was the creepiest, like 100%. It made my skin crawl. It was really hard to watch, but I just, I like want to watch this just because like, I just, yeah. I, I want to consume it, but. Okay. No, I plan um, on watching it because I can't yeah. let a good true crime documentary you know, go by. I would say it's, it's, so what's interesting and I like how it's, it's interesting how it's, produced and like how the episodes go because the first episode is basically like how he gets caught and then after that like it starts to go into the timeline of like when his first murder was like what happened when he was a child like it kind of like bounces back and forth but like you learn more about him as you go further Mm-hmm. So like, so far, I mean, like you, like you do definitely see some gore, but it's nowhere. Ne- I don't think it's anything worse than gore we've seen in other murder shows. Right. I was going to say, it's just like, that people say this, I'm like, so like just really made me crawl out of my skin. Like with, um, like, you know, he like lures like, uh, supposed victim like back to like his apartment and like he just I don't know it's like just really creepy um but like I if try I I don't even want to tell people try to get through it but like if you have to fast forward like you really won't miss anything like if you can like 
you start the episode, watch the first like five minutes and then fast forward to like 40 minutes in, like you'll be fine. Like you won't, you literally don't miss anything. It's literally just like, it's just basically showing what he used to do with his victims before he actually killed them. And that's, it's really creepy. Yeah. And then, and, and what I, what I didn't realize, and I, maybe I just forgot this or whatever, but that he got caught because one of his victims escaped. Yeah. I didn't die. He lit, he survived. Yeah. Which I can't believe that it has to be so messed up for that victim to like, and that he like the show shows the victim, like walking with the cops back to his front door and they're knocking on it. And then the police officers are like searching the guy's apartment. And then the, like the vic- the victim is standing outside and then they're yeah, like, oh, and then they arrest him. And I'm like, oh my God, I, I just can't imagine being that victim being like, holy shit, this guy's like a, you know, I just escaped. Uh, it's crazy, but it's a crazy story. Uh, and yeah, Evan Peters is a great actor. That makes me feel better. Cause I'm like, I've kind of thought I'm like, okay, yeah. they've been saying like, I can't watch it. I'm like, they yeah, must not be honestly, a prime consumer like we are. <laughs> Yeah. And I would say that's like kind of what I was told that people were really grossed out by the first like 20 minutes and like, couldn't like go through it. I would say watch the first five minutes. So you just kind of get like, what is going on? Like maybe even not that far. And you just understand like his building, his neighbor, like the bar that he's in. And then after that, like you can literally fast forward probably 30, 40 minutes and like, you'll be fine. Like, I don't like, it's not, yeah, it's just, it is definitely creepy and it's definitely a heavy show to watch, but I would say so far, at least that's been the, that's was like the creepiest part, at least in my own. Okay. All right, then some good recs. Is it time to move on to favorites and self-care? Yeah, let's let's do it. it. Okay. I'll start because what's your favorite? I'd have written a different favorite thing. And then as we're sitting here, I thought, Oh my gosh, no, that wasn't going to be my favorite. I made an impulse buy. I had my groceries delivered, which is my new favorite thing. Uh, I get them. I'm, I used to shop in store. Then I did the pickup thing. Now I've moved on to get them delivered because I was <laughs> this crazy sketch. And Kroger has a new, if you if you have a Kroger where you live, Kroger has kind of, um, they have a $60 or a $99 membership thing where you get free delivery for a, like a year. So oh, wow. yeah, so it doesn't, cause normally it's like $10 per delivery. The only reason I'm doing it is cause I paid the 60. And so as long as I use it six times and I, then it pays for itself, I'm pretty sure I've already used it like eight times. Oh, nice. Like once a week. So it's worth it, but I made an impulse buy and I just ate some of it. Um, right before I took my nap because I live a luxurious lifestyle. I just ate a big old spoonful of Biscoff cookie butter. Mm. Oh. And it was suggested on the app. And I was like, Oh, I used to love this. And I want to say, you know, cause there's the Trader Joe's cookie butter, which I think I had first. Uh-huh. And then, but now I bought the actual Biscoff, which are those airline cookies, you know, we have them on, what on Delta flights, but obviously Biscoff existed before that, but I bought it and I just ate a big spoonful of it this afternoon. It Yum. is so good. And I had not had it in forever. So I'd forgot about it. If anybody else forgot, no, it still slaps. It's so delicious. It's so good. And anytime I've ever bought it before, literally the only way I consume it is with a spoon out of the jar. I never put it on anything. Oh, I love I to dip pretzels it. in it. Oh, okay. Kind of a salty sweet. Mm-hmm. My mom, my mom put me on that. Yeah. Okay. 
That's a good idea. So that's my favorite. If you are wanting to make a little $5 impulse buy, get it. I'm so excited. I know I'll probably just tear through that jar. Another purchase I made because I got a facial last week and I was complaining about some new face wash I bought to the girl doing my facial that I didn't like how it didn't take off my makeup enough at night. And she was like, girl, you need to be oil cleansing. And I was like, hmm. All right. So I made a target purchase and bought some Neutrogena facial oil. Cause I used to use the face balm at night. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, could get like the original was the Clinique take the day off in the purple jar. And now mm-hmm. every brand has the cleansing balm at night. For some reason, I just didn't love that. So I bought this and I'm actually going to use it tonight for the first time. Cause it came today. It's just the Neutrogena ultralight facial cleansing oil. Um, cause she, yeah. So anyway, I'm going to try to use that tonight and I'm kind of excited about Anything yeah, that gets me because I'm at the edge, I have to shower at night, but some nights I've been too lazy and tired and then I regret it in the morning because mm-hmm. then I'm like, oh, I have to shower this morning. So like, maybe if I get this, because I've enjoyed, like, I like products like that you'd use on dry hands, dry face, because I do feel like they work really well. And so this, you're supposed to do that. And I'm excited about it. So it was like $8, the stuff it's again, it's Neutrogena. So I'm excited to try it. So that's going to be my self-care. Yeah, report, report back to us. I will, but she said it gets all your makeup off. And then she said, then after that, go in with just your face wash. So now yeah. your makeup's off and you're washing your skin actually. So oh, that's what's going on with me. I'm excited to try it. I got lots of new products headed my way that I'm trying between the pepper bra and the face oil. I'm just doing the dang thing and sitting gleefully with my cookie butter. That's right. And, and your Stanley. Stanley. And my Stanley cup. Oh, obsessed. <sighs> I love it. Okay. Claire, what you, oh, well, of course what? I ask you a big yawn. Claire, tell me everything. What's your, what's your favorite what's thing that going on? My favorite thing is the Instagram account recess therapy, which is the account that brought us the little boy who loved corn. Um, and oh, I, cool. my friend Noel, I didn't realize that's where it came from, but my friend Noel and I were texting about it and she turned me on to recess therapy, the whole account. And it's just this guy who goes around and talks to little children and the videos are wonderful and they're like so pure and hilarious and he's so funny talking to them. And there's been a lot of good ones. Um, my, one of my other favorites is this one of these two little girls and they talk about lying and it's so cute. So, and it, you just have to look oh, it up. Um, recess, so recess therapy. therapy. Okay, um, and, uh, it's just the cutest thing. And I, it just brings a smile to my face. And it's one of those things on the internet. That's actually just like completely positive and good and sweet. Um, I love it. Harkening back to the show, what kids say the darndest things. Yes. It's very similar to that. Yeah. I love it. Yes. Um, and then my self-care is kind of like in the vein of something you were just talking about Haley is I'm now like, I kind of got off my routine and like discipline a little bit in terms of like, uh, making my lunch and breakfast at night and like mm-hmm. making yeah, showering and just like setting myself up for success. And so then like every day for like two solid weeks was just like a disaster in terms of mm-hmm. like running late, having to do stuff like sacrificing something. And then I finally, like the last couple of days have forced myself to like recommit to like the reasons why I do these things and I am generally happier and, uh, you know, more prepared for the day. If I just do a little bit of, um, prep work, that's Um, reminding yourself, why did I set these things in the first place? Why did I start doing these routines? Right. And 
like today I like woke up and I, I had like so little to do, you know, I just need to like, you know, put my makeup on, fix my Mm -hmm. hair and then we're good to go. And I've, I've got everything else laid out. I'm not rushing around trying to remember this, that, and the other thing. Um, and yeah, but I've been truthfully, I've been having like trouble sleeping lately. I've been like, really like, I've had a lot of tension in my jaw. And so I'm hoping maybe this new, like recommitment to my like habits of discipline will help alleviate some of that other stuff. Cause I have a feeling it's probably all connected in some kind of way. Um, so I'm just trying to, to do that and be aware of it and, and make smart choices. Some people can thrive on a super hectic, chaotic morning routine of just like getting up and having to do everything before they leave. Yeah. It sounds like you're not one of those people and neither am I. And sometimes no, it's like, I the last thing you want to do is to do all that prep work, but it's like, yes, it might give me anxiety and feel like the biggest chore to do it right now. But would I rather feel like, oh, right now or in the morning, be like sweating while you're trying to put your makeup on because you've put yourself behind. Right. And it's like, sucks. No. you feel like you look worse and like, I don't, everything is just like, not as good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I would rather just like put together like my little like lunch I'm going to bring and just like, make sure like stuff is in order than like, so I can like stand in my kitchen and like face roll my face and sit my coffee for like three minutes, then sweat all morning. Yeah. 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 All right, Jack hit us. Um, so my favorite thing this week is actually another item from Trader Joe's. Um, it's the warm harvest bowl. Oh, okay. So I've never gotten this warm bowl from, um, obviously I've never gotten it before I got, um, but I follow a couple of Trader Joe's accounts on Instagram and they were saying like how it's really good. Okay. So I'll read what it has in it. It's got rice, roasted sweet potatoes, kale, apples, and then um, sweetened dried cranberries with a balsamic maple vinaigrette. Sounds very small. Yes. So there's no no meat in it. So you can just like do it without the meat or whatever. Okay. So I will say this. So I bought two and I had one last night and I will say that, um, I added chicken to it and it was really good, but okay. my only complaint would be that for me, I love sweet potatoes and it just like did not have enough. Um, oh. so I think the next time I have it, I'm just going to add more sweet potatoes to it. And I think it'll feel like a real bowl. You know, it felt very like a warm salad without the bowls, but it's, re- it's really good either way. Okay. Um, and it's in one of those little, um, like plastic containers where like, if you're just looking for lunch or like a dinner on the go, you can just put it in the microwave in that container. Oh, that's so nice. So yeah, yeah. if you're home, you can do the whole thing. Like you did at the chicken, put it in a nice, well, yeah, if you're like on the go, that's perfect. Yeah. But if you're like on the go, you can just like throw it in the microwave, like in that, like, you know, specific container or whatever. Um, but yes, that was like my newest line at Trader Joe's. It's really good. I'm looking forward to eating it again. And then um, my self-care, um, I kind of was talking about it earlier, but it's basically just, I am trying to just nip it in the butt when it comes to um, negative self-talk, especially this morning when I was like so mad at myself 
for mm. falling asleep and not waking up. And I was just like, so pissed. And then I was like, and I had even woken up later, like woken up later to where like, I was late to work. Like I just, and I was so mad about it that mm-hmm. I, I was mad. I missed my workout class. I was mad. I was behind. And, the, and I just was like spiraling about it. And then I get to the office and it's fine. So it's just like, why did I just stress myself out for like 30 minutes while I'm like rushing to get myself out the door when like, it doesn't really matter. Like, it's going to be okay. The world's not going to end. Like I can just go for a walk later. Like it's going to be fine. Like maybe I needed those like two hours of sleep and I don't know. I did it last week and I like, I felt like it kind of like hung around me for like two days because I just was so stressed out about it because I felt like it threw me off my schedule. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I was just like, wow, I really need to calm it down when it comes to the negative. Mm-hmm. So that is like, oh, we could all do that. It's like, what? Yeah. We've talked about this before, like long form on this podcast of just like how hard we all are on each other. And I think, yeah, it's so it's just like, yeah. Anytime you can get a little wake up call, like, okay, in reality, this is not that big of a deal. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. In the moment, it feels like, oh, I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> and it's like, no, you're not. I was yeah. like, I slept through my alarm again. I was so, oh, I'm still, I was like so mad about it. But then I was just I know. Like, gonna be okay. I, well, if it makes you feel, I do the exact same thing, beat myself up over stuff. And it just feels like such a huge deal. I'm sure Claire does too. You know, we all do. Yeah. But yeah, just catch yourself and be like, look, I'm gonna be. I think the greatest piece of advice I ever got in terms of that negative self talk, and it's so hard to do, but it's so true, is talk to yourself like you would your friend. Yeah. Yeah, your it's gonna be okay. Like, oh, I'm so stupid. You wouldn't be like, you are stupid. Who you sleeps? Yeah, exactly. So it's like, okay, I would never be like, I, yeah, like coach, like you coach your friend, <laughs> be like, not that big of a deal. Just work out after work. It's cool. Like, yeah. Yeah, I know. so hard. <sighs> anyway, all right, gals, this is the A block. Um, thank you for listening. Follow us online. Send us your questions. Let us know your answers to Claire's uh, uh, dating app questions. We need to mm-hmm. know. Give us feedback, your thoughts. Would love yeah. to hear. We'll put uh, up a little question on the on the story. Yes, follow us on social media if you don't already. Our Instagram is where we do most of our posts. We have a Twitter as well, and then you can email us um, the a block pod at gmail.com too. But yeah, hit us up on Insta. Follow us there. have a good night or day or afternoon or morning yeah whatever it is just and if you don't remember anything from this episode just remember we're pro arm the a block don't let them tell you we're not pro arm Uh majorly all right i hope hope this episode started with music (laughs) if it didn't nick you're dead Bye. Bye. Ollie. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.